Hello and welcome to News 24 Arts and Entertainment, Binging Without Borders. I'm Karen Walby-Solomon and in this six-part limited series, we'll explore binge-worthy TV from around the world. I find it hilarious. It's not like you can't go online and figure out what happens. You can. People are watching them because of the chemistry or, or whatever, and like the tropes we make fun of are still the things people want to watch. Thinking about them brings a sort of feeling of nostalgia. Family circle, super story. Those were the classics that I crushed on. One of my favorites, and still is, is Being Bonang. How that production, you know, came about and just was real. Join me as I speak to expert commentators who will take us on a journey uncovering unexplored world that has us rushing to binge watch, look up flight prices, and experience new cultures, languages, and so much more. You know what? It's the stories, it's the cliffhangers, it's the love triangles, it's money. I know my mother-in-law sits from 6.30 right until 9.30 to watch everything. <laughs> With the streaming services, they give it to you all at once now. So I think it's changed completely. I think people are realizing there's a bigger appetite for it now. And I guess it is becoming mainstream because more and more people are getting into it. I think people just want to experience different, different things. things, things, things. In episode 6, we're coming back home to discuss the multifaceted world of South African television, which added his social media personality and content creator Tulani Tools Hadebe about the changes in the industry, what's worth watching and what's worth skipping, and much more. South African television has an interesting history because of its introduction under the apartheid regime. The regime rejected the first proposal to introduce television in 1953, seeing it as a threat to Afrikaans and the Afrikaner people, and saw it as a medium that would give prominence to the English language. However, they were only able to keep progress at bay for two decades, and television was introduced in South Africa in 1976 with one channel with airtime that was divided equally between Afrikaans and English. Although there was heavy censorship, local program that was produced during apartheid included the Dingleys, the Villagers and Sugudi Sinasi, which gave the SABC some of the highest viewing ratings of the late 1980s. After the dismantling of apartheid and the easing of censorship rules, the new SABC decreased the amount of Afrikaans content from 50% to 15%, leaving space for content from other South African languages and groups. The introduction of satellite television such as DSTV and OpenView, as well as streaming services such as YouTube, Netflix and Showmax, have since opened up opportunities for filmmakers in South Africa to constantly improve and to produce a range of content that appeals to different South Africans. We chat about this and more in our conversation with Tulani Hadebe. So hi Tulani, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? I am doing super well. Um, very, very, very well. But um, yeah, just a bit cold here in Johannesburg, but great though. How are you? I am Equally as cold in Cape Town, but um, otherwise, well, 
So we're going to be chatting about South African television. And I, I wanted to ask you, what is the first South African TV show that you remember watching? Oh, wow. That is a very, <laughs> very good question. I would definitely say the first television show, South African television show that I remember that, that actually mm. resonated with me. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's nice. Stumo. And I, because I grew up in that era, you know, mm. as much as I'm a coconut, the, I did watch that show and it was just so relatable and amazing mm. to see what South Africans would, you know, just on our back doorstep and giving us entertainment. And it was hysterical. That's what I remember. I'm also like, um, quite oldish but like, <laughs> like I remember <laughs> that like the post-apartheid period of South African TV being like mm. just like amazing content just being like pushed out so do you how do you think the industry like changed post-apartheid right I think you, so I can't even remember what it was like pre-apartheid mm, but <laughs> to be honest but I remember being seeing a lot of representation of people of color on television, mm. um, us telling our own stories, generations. It's a dingo. Um, there were so many soapies and uh, re- sh- shows that started then and there, so which was um, actually really incredible to mm. think about it right now. What do you remember? Or what shows do you remember from then? Oh, I I was like a big Generations fan, like mm-hmm. <laughs> love Generations and, and Issy Dingo. But also like I remember like the the like Fet Cook Palace, um, oh, that yes. kind of shows. What is Suburban Bliss? Like, oh, I, I, st- yes. I never had I never had Mnet, so for me so I like SBC shows only. Same here. We grew up poor. So like we didn't know, <laughs> like open time was it, and then that was it. Do you remember KTV? Yeah, oh, but I also like oh, I had to watch it at friends' houses. But <laughs> I'm a Yo TV kid, <laughs> right? Exactly. And then there was also the era of continuity presenters. Mm. Where is that now? Like that doesn't even exist. <laughs> like this, um, the Simone, um do you yes. remember those? And they used to do like little music videos yes. together as well. <laughs> oh, it's like nostalgia all coming back. <laughs> but like in the past decade or so, like telenovelas and soaps have been like the most common form of South African TV. Um, but yes. lately we've, we've seen more like limited series. Why do you think there's a shift now? Well, I do believe that we live in a world of instant gratification and wanting more now and access. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much choice and availability of all kinds of t- television shows. So it is really challenging to get the audience's attention. So, you know, with these limited series, it keeps you mm-hmm. gripped and entertained for a short period of time. And even though it's eight episodes or even four episodes, you still, you know, tuning in every week or with the streaming services, they give it to you all at once now. Mm. So I think it's changed completely. I remember just being watching the telenovelas and the soaps from a young age 
every week, you know, mm. seeing what's going to happen every week. It was an anticipation of what's happening every week. So streaming services and the way we live r- right now has just changed completely of the way we consume entertainment. Mm. It's like, I can't imagine having to sit down in front of the TV, hop a six every night to catch like Easy Dingo. That seems Excuse like me. crazy. What? Yeah, a, a, a time frame that I have to watch at this time that is <laughs> bizarre and absurd. No, I want to watch it when I watch it, when I watch it without any ads. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, what do you think is is popular now? Do you think it's 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 the limited series, or do you think that people are still kind of into the soapy telenovela world? Oh, that's a very good question. I do feel like. You know, we are still a young country when it comes to entertainment and consuming mm-hmm. certain things. Not to say that our productions are the same, but I do feel like our audience does gravitate towards the telenovelas. Mm-hmm. Look at the Queen. Look at uh, the amazing shows on Showmax that are that are that have come out. I mean, The Wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're so people love them so much, and those are soapies, right? Mm-hmm. And, and people love the, those kind of shows. For me, I consume a lot of uh, limited series and a lot of international shows. So mm. I think my consumption would be definitely 70% international television and then 30% uh, local productions. And the 30% local productions that I do watch is brilliant. Really, mm. the production is fantastic. And I think that that a lot because a lot of international companies have been working in South Africa, like our industry has developed so much. So, you know, they like people. I don't think people are aware of how how amazing like our cinematography and that sort of things are now. Yeah. And I know it's not a a television show, but the other I went to the Silver Silverton Siege premiere, which Mm. is a film on Netflix. Unbelie- I've got goosebumps, you know, yeah. Um, your listeners will probably feel feel them. <laughs> Silverton Siege is so great, and I was so proud to be a South African. I didn't mm. even know the story, but it was a story that was on an international level, but st- still told by us, which is mm. amazing, yeah. Now, you say, what kind of television shows? Well, from a South African point of view, I do watch a lot of the reality TV uh, shows. Like, for instance, one of my favorites, and still is, is Being Bonang. Mm. How that production, you know, came about and just was real. And it was also, you know, real time. Because I would be at an event that Bonang hosts. And Mm. then the next week is on her show, which was great turnaround. And it was entertaining. Yeah. You know, so that's the that's the majority. So yes, reality TV shows I do watch a lot of, um, but I don't think our um, I don't think we're there yet. I because, and I was thinking about this the other day is that I was listening, I was watching Listing Cape Town, which is basically mm. the selling sunset of South Africa. However, that is a premise. We uh, reality TV shows is about entertainment, drama, 
and throw throw a glass in my face and and throw wine in my face. That's that's what I want to see, and I want to see rich people doing crazy mm. things. That's what reality TV shows about. And now, listen, Cape Town is giving top billing. I top billing got canned like a, years ago. Can we not, guys? I want drama. I want legs. I want boobs. I want gorgeous people fighting. I that's what I come for. And I, I, I feel like the listing Cape Town just fell short with the BBC South Africa. But I don't think you see there's opportunities where, whereby with The Bachelor, then you know that you're going to be a celebrity mm. from the get-go. The moment that you've been on The Bachelor, you know, you can milk that for whatever product or whatever, you know, fit uh, tummy tea <laughs> that you want to do, like the Kardashian. But... You know what I mean? So, I don't know. What 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 South African TV shows do you consume? Um, I watch a lot of limited series um, and a lot of... Yeah. But I also quite like Bing Bonang because something about that, like, you know that a lot of this stuff is manufactured, but a lot of... But it felt so real. Like, mm-hmm. just the way she speaks to the camera. I think it's Bonang herself because yes. I haven't found that with a lot of other, like reality shows but i want to ask you what did you think of um young famous and african have you seen oh, oh karen <laughs> you know where where's insert that tyra bangs meme we were rooting for you we were rooting for you firstly the weaves the hair the hair the hair where are you getting what are we purchasing these this hair from china mall from like this is an atrocity it was so contrived. And listen, Kanye Mbao is perfection mm, mm. For, for television. Yeah, for reality TV, love since her. I've known her <laughs> and what you see her in front of her, in front of you, is exactly what she is on television. Mm. E- eccentric, loud, and it's not even manufactured. That is exactly her. And I love that. And she carried that show. Mm. I checked out after one and a half episodes. I couldn't. I could not no 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 i think i want my money back i want my time back no what did you think i quite i'm not gonna lie i quite enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> i came for the drama and they delivered the drama and I was, did they yeah and i was just yeah i was there for that <laughs> but i hear it was like in, in episode five yeah the, the, drama the train the train trip but I, I just love Kanye Mbao, though. Like, Thanks. I... <laughs> I, stan. I, yeah, I, I just, I love her energy. And everything that, every time she had a diary moment, was like inst- yeah. instant, like, like I was laughing or something. Right. Like, I, there's I really fashion, <laughs> there's muriri. She is bringing it. Yeah, I, but the others... <sighs> beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. So, I want question about like, so, um, so do you think that South African audiences like is so like segmented, and like, do you think South African TV has become like more successful now that it like uh, like speaks to different niches instead of trying to speak to the whole South Africa? Because Absolutely. if you watch an Afri- like yeah. like an Afrikaans television show, you're like, is this still the se-? you know like everything yeah. is like very separate, but it works. In a yes, way. absolutely. So, and 
you know exactly and it, you know it boils down to what i said in the beginning is about re- relatability mm-hmm. you know Stephen Delan, fit cook place they they appeal to a certain market and it's all about relatability and it's not to exclude it's mm. actually to include and yeah. have representation of every single kind of person look at somizi living the dream you know that is someone that is black and part of the lgbtqia plus community that that is that is representation well mm. i mean sure part of our community but hey I'm maybe not represent, representing me, but hey, we love to see it. Um, mm. Let's see the way, you see. Or, you know, something like Seven Delan, that was a, a, a certain demographic. Even something like Survivor mm. is a certain demographic, but it also has different people, and it's on Mnet, and it has different elements of South Africa. So it does bring us together in certain aspects you know, in competition shows, MasterChef, uh, Idols. But mm. there's certain shows that will, will say, okay, the wife is predominantly, this is a target market, this is who it's for. And I think it works really well in, in our country. Because mm. I always like thought like, finding like date my family is so popular in South Africa. 100%. And I'm like, if we had tried to appeal to the whole country, I don't think it would have had the same impact that it has, you know, appealing to a specific audience, but still a lot of people enjoy it. Yes. Um, same with Absolutely. Like, same with like Muvango. I also sort of think that, you know, Muvango is so popular amongst different types of people. Like right. my mom and all of her friends watch Muvango. They love really? it. <laughs> and like, so, you know, I think that, you know, by, by you know, this is a, about vendor, a vendor family mm-hmm. and they didn't try to make it about everybody. And mm. that's what makes it like appealing and interesting and they can tell more complex stories. Sorry, Absolutely. I'm preaching <laughs> No, I, 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 I completely agree with you and I, and I echo your sentiments. I think, you know, and initially I remember when... Mzansi magic came about. I felt like, oh, so you guys are taking, giving us Mnet, but almost second tier, mm. and everything that you do, that is shouldn't be on Mnet is now being pushed to Mzansi magic. Almost like we're being shifted, shifted away. But when you think of it, you know, DSCV Compact is for to make it accessible and uh, as a price point for people to access so mm. that more people can. And it's it's catering to a certain market. So then I understood it from that point of view, you know, being in PR and marketing, then I un- understood and I, and I got it. Um, and it makes sense. It makes complete sense. Yeah, as I said, I'm a coconut, so I don't watch a lot of that shows, <laughs> a lot of those shows, but I do appreciate the productions of that, that have come about. Even now, they are like on incredible level mm. i think entangled is like a new show that, that mm. is, looks stunning like mm-hmm. every episode looks beautiful yeah so i wanted to ask do you think more streaming services mean more opportunities for south african programming 110 percent mm. i yeah i i do believe and especially with a streaming service like netflix which is international look mm even though I was the only one that didn't like young, rich and famous African, (laughs) young African and famous, but it's put those 
characters on an international platform mm. and which is so great and we our productions can stand on the same pl- playing field as bling empire or any of them look at savage beauty like yeah unbelievable and i think it's the same production brent brent onion did um entangled and they also did um savage beauty um a phenomenal production yeah so i do feel like there's a lot more opportunities also with showmax and for it to tell our stories in the most authentic way and because it's also cheaper although the data in this country is not but mm. it is cheaper to subscribe than the traditional dstv that we've had and i also think that there's more opportunity <laughs> like um i feel like our traditional tv is quite conservative and mm. i and like with with showmax i mean especially i don't i'm trying to think of a netflix okay yeah maybe blood and water but like you see yes. like more like like you know sex scenes like yes I've never seen a sex scene in on South African television. I don't think Nor so. Nor have I. And then there I see Twitter. It's like the wife and Kanye Bao is uh-huh. in, in, in a sex scene. Like, oh, I'm clutching my pearls. Have you ever? Like, wow. I'm like, yes, exactly. And I do feel like it's all more opportunities for actors to be showing their talents on mm. a global scale. Yeah. And for for them to do a bigger yeah i do believe i completely agree with you that yes our traditional um this always there will always be space for the the conservative mm. uh, soaps in south africa but yes i do believe that there's more opportunities for actors producers script writers mm. um to make incredible productions so if if somebody said came to you and said like oh I want to start watching local television I never really watched it what do you, what would you suggest they start with Oh def- you just mentioned blood and water I loved that well and also <clears throat> I am like a TV connoisseur and you need to tell me firstly what you like so if we were going to talk about like a scripted a scripted show I would mm. definitely say Savage Beauty or uh, blood and water if you liked something like gossip girl or the oc mm. or or something like that so if you tell me like that if you liked real housewives of beverly hills miami etc those real real housewives i would definitely say start with durban mm. durban is definitely the real housewives of durban is the one to start with then go to johannesburg then lagos Definitely in that order. If you liked, uh, I want to recommend The Wife and uh, The Queen. Those are also great shows Mm -hmm. from a scripted, but a more adult, like if you liked, oh my gosh, Lord have mercy, The Bold and the Beautiful and Days of Our Lives. (laughs) So, but but on an elevated level, you know, if you like that, then you definitely like those shows. So yeah, there's your guide. (laughs) so um so what are some up-and-coming genres that you think will be popular in the future because i mean i think there's a lot of things we haven't seen before in south african television like sci-fi or period dramas Mm -hmm. like what do you think is will will be popular in the future you know what was so crazy which blew up was devil's door and everybody was talking about this document documentary and I think if we do more productions like that, 
it will be incredible. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, documentaries on those scales will definitely um, be be popular. I mean, there's one that's on Netflix right now, which is actually causing trouble in real time yeah, with a trial that's going on. Oh, in, Sinso. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, so. that's happening r- 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 right now. But yeah, I do feel like uh, documentaries will, will pick up. I don't see reality, reality TV picking up because I don't feel that people will be instant celebrities like they are from The Bachelor um, and The Bachelorette, etc. Like, you, you know... That- Instant celebrities from The Bachelor. No, 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 no. What I'm from oh. the United States. Oh, okay, okay. That's like, how, they, they, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to name no, no, one. No. Well, yeah. I mean, they need to come, come. You know, it's Pride Month. They need to come, come out and about. So. So Allegedly. what are you? <laughs> so what are your all-time favorite South African series? Putting me on the spot now. Um, as I said in the beginning, I, I think I would say Bing Bonang from a reality TV point mm. of view, from a scripted point of view, Blood and Water. Ooh, and from a soapy point of view, see, I don't watch a, uh, any of mm. them, so I can't say. And then, yeah, so the, I think Blood and Water and definitely Bing Bonang. I'm sad that Bing Bonang is no longer on. It's it's no longer on our screens, but I'll I'll text her and I'll say we need to see her <laughs> on, on TV again. <laughs> we do, we do. Yeah. that's one thing we got from today. We do need to see her on TV again. But what think, is what are your favorites? Oh well, I like um, I, I like How to Ruin Christmas. The first. Oh season. yes, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. Oh, the comedy in that is like brilliant for me like yeah even the second one like the second season but the yes. first season was my my favorite that's probably my favorite south african show ever absolutely and it's like four episodes and it's like you die it's easy it's easy <laughs> watch it's fun to watch and also just like how everything is captured oh what was amazing as well which we haven't spoken about tully's wedding and tully's oh, yes. baby I love, I love that oh, loved Loved, loved, but now I'm going to tell Showmax. Let's let's put it out to Showmax. I think it should be Tully's. We saw Tully's uh, wedding. Then mm-hmm. we saw Tully's baby diaries. All we need now is Tully's divorce. <laughs> that would be iconic. I mean, a Jewish family going uh, like a divorce. It would be unbelievable. Her divorce. Her her meltdown yeah. through that would be hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it would be, and just like <laughs> divorce party. Think about it, divorce party that she does, finding dating, going dating again. It would be, and her going onto Tinder. Oh, I <laughs> love it. Tully on Tinder. That's unbelievable. Uh, I'm producing this show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's brilliant. Yes, no. Yeah. I completely forgot about Tully. Yes, that was also one of my favorites. Yeah. Um I, I do like comedy. I'm a bit I'm a bit thingy toward comedy. Um, right. But But I in all honesty, like I think, you know, I, I ragged on uh, a little bit of the reality TV shows that are in South Africa. Look, we have 
also great ones like Survivor and MasterChef, as mm. I said earlier. But you know, and but you know, there's some 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 points like which needs drama, and you know, maybe the audience is not ready, but the production is phenomenal. I mean, mm. it's it's beautiful, like the way it's shot, but how the audience relates to it i think yeah. we're not this country is not there yet mm. but in all honesty i think we are on par with hollywood with nollywood with all over the all over the world you know on that note thank you so much for chatting to <laughs> us delani this was uh, i enjoyed myself a lot <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow News24 Arts and Entertainment on Twitter and Instagram to keep up to date with the latest in celebrity news, in-depth interviews, and only the best movie and TV reviews. Thank you for listening. <laughs>